For a thinking point today, we're looking at the backlog at the Independent Police Investigative Directorate when it comes to uh, the cases that they are investigating. The Sowetan reporting that the backlog, at least in cases, by the end of March was sitting at 24,000. 402 cases. Now, to give you a picture of where that figure sat in January last year, it was just over 8,000. So you have that figure almost quadrupling in the space of a year. And there seem to be serious challenges um, that have been highlighted there. Chris de Kock is a crime expert and former head of the Crime Information Analysis Centre. He joins us now. Dr. de Kock, good morning to you. Thank you for your time today. Good morning, and good morning to the listeners. When we look at the state of IPED now, there's 53% of cases that are not being investigated for a multiplicity of, of reasons. Let's talk about, firstly, the impact that that has on the families and the victims in this instance, because all of these cases include, um, in one way or another, victims who may be either, you know, survivors of alleged police brutality, or they include offences against police officers. No, it will have an impact on the families. I mean, they have to wait a very long time for justice or may never see justice done. So it will definitely have a psychological and social impact on them. Um, but on the other hand, I don't agree with the with the view that this is all cases that have to do with police brutality. We have to remember that when the police, uh, you know, I mean, if we look at cases, for, for example, if you look at uh, assault, which is the most cases, assault common and assault serious. If you, if you look at those cases, when a police arrest a person and, he just, and they just take his hands behind his back to tie him up or whatever, uh, then in that specific case, uh, that uh, person can open a common assault case. He can say he was assaulted by the police, but he may have resisted arrest. So it's not all police brutality. There may be some cases there which is outright police brutality, but that can only be established by with investigation and by the court. Uh, but but, yeah. but it will have an impact on the family. Mm. When we look at the history of such cases, Dr. de Kock, I mean, do we have an idea of how many of them uh, are simply unsuccessful or at least from a percentage perspective are simply un- uh, unsuccessful due to what you're saying, that, you know, there are sometimes false claims that are being brought against the police? Uh, can you just repeat that? So, so I'm asking, do we have an indication, at least from previous track records, of um, the the amount of cases that into, tend to be thrown out or dismissed after investigation um, as false allegations against police? Oh, there, there, there's the, uh, the majority, basically. Okay. The majority okay. in the end is thrown out. Uh, or, or the court finding or the finding of IPED mm. is that uh, there were actually no assault, uh, even in cases, many cases of murder. 
you know, when the police in our country, we have a very violent country and we have very violent um, uh, uh, criminals, so uh, the chances are very good if, if a criminal is armed or a suspect is armed, that he's going to use that weapon when the police try to arrest him or her. Uh, so, so in many of the murder cases, also the finding is that it was uh, that the, that it wasn't that a case of police brutality, but that uh, the police had no other choice than to mm-hmm. to shoot the, 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 the suspect. What does this tell us about the state of IPED? Well, this tells us the same as the state of IPED and the state of the detective services in South Africa is very much. Uh, in the same situation, and that is that um, there's a lack of human resources and a lack of resources in general, but especially human resources. There is not enough investigators in IPED uh, to look at all the cases. When there was this hearing in Cape Town on Friday, uh, I see that uh, the shadow minister for, 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 for policing uh, of uh, the DA, uh, Mr. Tablanche, actually uh, made a calculation and he referred to the fact that if you take the number of investigators at IPED and you take the, the, the um, cases, and especially now the backlog of cases, each of those investigators will actually um, uh, handle 250 cases. Now, 250 cases is just too much. You can just think even the administration of 250 cases will keep you busy the whole day, and there will not be time to really investigate. One of the issues that has been raised around the investigative capacity of IPED is that often they are relying on resources from the police to be able to conduct their work, and there is a question of the extent to which um, you know, some police officers who find themselves in a position of having to investigate their colleagues can actually then truly be able to um, complete those investigations without muddying the waters. Yeah, that 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 raises a question because actually I thought should do these things independent. I mean, they, they, their name is independent, so they should not be uh, too much dependent on the police, on the police, to, to do the investigations. And they should also not be hampered in their, in their investigation where the police don't give them all the information or whatever they need. How do we change that, uh, Dr. De Kock? Well, we can only change it with more money, mm. much more money. Uh, I mean, that's the problem. The police budget and the iPad budget and all these people's budget are very, very uh, cut back to extend that, uh, I mean, the police is becoming smaller. And I think in this case also, IPAD will become smaller and in the end don't have, will not have the capacity. You need people, point number one. You need people to be trained, that costs money. Then you need people to, to, to get experience. Now, all of that things cost money. So that is the only answer I can give you. When IPED is, is struggling, at least the way that it is currently, what does it do for police accountability? And I hear you on the point you made earlier 
around some of you know the allegations that are leveled against police that the majority of those um, may well end up being thrown out but uh, for those that are uh, you know that that are prosecuted where police are found to have acted outside the bounds of of the law um, the lack of investigation also then impacts accountability no that will definitely uh, impact on accountability because police officers will start to think, well, the chances that something will happen to me if I use too much force uh, is, is quite slim. So, so, so it will affect a police accountability. And we can't allow a situation that the police can just do what they want. And mm. we can't allow police brutality at all. Um, uh, so, yeah, it will definitely affect that. Do you think that we have a good balance in terms of being able to assess this question of police brutality, uh, specifically thinking about where suspects are concerned, including those that make allegations against the police about how they're being held in custody? Yeah, well, I I, 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 I think that, uh, again, when it comes to... Uh, um, uh, you know, it, it takes too long for the for IPAC to investigate those cases. Uh, an example that I've seen this weekend and in the in the in the news in the in the media was an example of a lady who was raped in police custody, mm. and, uh, and 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 her case she only got justice five years later when this police officer was found guilty and sent to jail for ten years. Now, um, now I can't see, you know, in a case like that where you have a rape in police custody, uh, it should be a, quite a clear-cut case. Uh, if the investigators did it correctly, all the forensics was done immediately, uh, and so on and so forth, that should have been a very clear-cut case and a case that could have been handled in a very short period of time. Mm, mm. And we also have one that's been in the public space, uh, Dr. de Kock, one of the accused in, in the Senzo Mewa matter. And he basically is saying that he's been assaulted while in, in, in holding cells and that, you know, he's been deprived of, 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 of medical attention. Um, and that, again, becomes a, another example of, of the allegations that police will, will face. Yeah, but... But I, I don't want to talk on things which is still under, you know, um, uh, in the court. Yes, fair but enough. What I can mm. say, yeah, but what I can say in, in, in similar cases, we still have to remember. That's one thing we should never forget. And, uh, and, and that is that the police brutality is possible. But on the other hand, we work with people which are very violent and will say anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, in that specific case, we work with people, the, 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 the suspects. Uh, uh, some of them were also found guilty of, of uh, each squad activity. All right. So uh, one, one, one has to be very careful uh, to just say, oh, that, that's, you see, there the police act uh, uh, in a brutal way. Brutally. All right. Dr. Krista Koch, let's leave it there for this morning. He's a crime expert and former head of the Crime Information Analysis Centre. So, uh, you know, he's, he's really saying that we must 
analyze and interrogate what this figure means in a moment we'll have iPad on uh, to respond to these backlogs that are said to be taking place at that institution for now let's take you to Anne Musa who's got your 930 headlines SAFM leading the conversation Kathy Mosasana on SAFM we continue the conversation on the talking point. Donald in Rustenburg says, uh, good morning, Kathy and the, th- and the team. I think Donald Trump will gain his ground again on his best favorite platform. Elon Musk must use this opportunity to elevate the African continent in the ICT space. That's one view. I wonder how would he be able to do that, though, uh, Donald? What are some of the suggestions or the ideas um, uh, that, that, that you can have about that? Somebody else says, Kathy, Twitter is a very toxic arena in the context of South Africa. So much hate and jealousy on black Twitter. If he can change that, it would be better. Go see a Cape Town. Yanko, so what you're saying, so many people agree with that, right? And there is like so much hate generally. You know, people are out for blood, especially black Twitter. Oh, it gets rough in those streets. Very, very rough. Mike and Newlands, good morning. Yeah, hi, good morning. Are you well? I'm well, thank you. Kathy, fantastic. Um, I just wanted to quickly ask, unfortunately, I've missed the professor. I will tell you the doctor. But I wanted him to comment on the fact that we have a computer system that in the police that has almost collapsed. And um, what has happened to that system? Unfortunately, not being in the studio, he can't really answer my question. But you'll recall, Kathy, that back in 2007, we had a we had a Colonel Princeton who was arrested and sent to jail for selling guns that would, the police had kept in the armory. He was quoted in one book as probably being the biggest mass murderer the country's ever had, because he sold thousands of guns to gangs. And then a little bit later, Becky Chelly shut down our central computer system because he refused to play the surprise for nearly nine months. The mm. courts ruled nine times that he had to pay the money, and nine times he refused. They then had something like about, I don't know, eight million pieces of evidence that was at risk because the system was no longer operational because of the decision by Becky Chelly. And then eventually they might have put in a new system. And the question I wanted to ask him, where are we today with our computer system? How are we tracking evidence in crime scenes? And how are we managing the police and the firearms? that are issued to them for their, for their duties. Mm, yeah. All right, Mike, I'm sorry. Yeah, he's gone, so <laughs> not much I can do for you now. I certainly can't answer that question. But you know what? We'll ask that in the context of, of IPID as well. We'll hear what, what they have to say. We'll be speaking to the Director of Investigation in a moment. Thank you. All right, Mike. Uh, on that note, let me go to Tuso, uh, Gifela Gai, who is the Director of Investigation at IPID. Tuso, good morning. Morning, ma'am. How are you? I'm well, thank you. So let's take a look. Let's take a look then at this question of backlogs that yes. your organisation is said to be facing. What has resulted in these backlogs? The the, the backlog in the main is, is, is occasioned by the continuous high intake of cases that I think is a receiving. So we receive a whole lot of cases from certain provinces, if I may be specific, in the province of uh, Kauteng, province of KZN, province of 
uh, the Western Cape, the Eastern Cape, and recently we saw a spike in the province of the Free State. So the intake, the more the intake, uh, then the more uh, this will then build up into a backlog. So, now, to, so what the, yeah, mm, go ahead, go ahead. What do you refer to a backlog? As at the end of uh, March, as we start the new financial year in April, all the cases that are, are, that we are having um, uh, with effect from uh, April, then there would be like new cases. But any case uh, before then, we refer that as, as backlog. So, so how many cases are those? Is, is 24,402 cases correct? Uh, the the 24,402 cases, we call them post-decision monitoring. Yeah? And then you have the active cases, which includes um, all the old cases that date back to your 2018 which is 12,140. Now, if you have those 12,714 active cases, these are the cases that we are investigating. The 24,402 cases are the cases that we have investigated, completed. Some are with the court. Some would be those matters that would have been referred to the SAPS, or the municipal police for them to take certain steps against their members. And some of this 24,000 are those that decision might have been taken and that some would be waiting for us to do some uh, administrative processes now to close them um, or to finalize them on the system and archive them. So it is those, it is a variety of those those cases. Some of them are, are caught going, basically. When you are investigating police officers, are they suspended? Pardon? When you investigate police officers, do those officers, are they suspended? Not all of them are suspended. Mm-hmm. The, the, remember, the cases that you are investigating, they vary. Some of the cases are of a serious nature that would prompt the management of the police to suspend the mem- those members even before IPC can even make such recommendations. Some um, would be some kind of cases wherein uh, the disciplinary invest- the, the investigation has to has to be conducted. Like we will make we will conduct an investigation make recommendations. But the, recomm- the, the nature of cases, like in the majority, are assault cases, where at times you'll find that uh, the case emanates from where the police was arresting a person, and the police will say, we were arresting this person for a case of murder. And then after they have arrested him, he gets at the police station and he opens a case of assault and says, when they were arresting me, they assaulted me. So we would then look into that, whether it is true and, uh, that, that the person was assaulted when he was arrested by the police mm. for armed robbery, for business robbery, or for, for rape, for that matter. 
so so then we will look into that matter without without um being uh, partial to say no we have to be impartial in the process so those are the type of cases that we are receiving in the majority so to so what what i'm trying to to get to the bottom of here is with these 24,000 cases, right, that you say are undergoing different processes, for the people who are the subject of these cases who have been investigated uh, through these processes, are those people either still on the job or still suspended waiting for the finalization of, of those matters? Uh, the, the, the situation is, is different. There are those that are suspended, there are those that are dismissed, there are those that when they see that the case is getting hot, they resign before they even get dismissed. But there are those in the 24,000 that are still uh, working uh, because the nature of the allegations are not such that uh, they would warrant uh, a suspension. Uh, they are they not that they are serious. Uh, we, it, 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 those are the kind of the, 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 the matters where at times we would have made positive recommendations to the SAPS today. We have investigated, but out of so many cases, we feel the police did their work according to the prescript, according to the policy. They, we don't see anything wrong on the part of the police. But I think thing has to do just processes to make sure that we close them on our system so that they do not reflect as 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 um as positive. But that that transaction that has to take place between us and the 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 the, the, the police. Um yeah. sometimes you'll find that it takes longer. But those are basically the the, the the, the, the situation. Uh, so what do you read into the fact that you're now having a higher intake of cases than before? We, we do acknowledge uh, that the number is increasing year on year. And um, the, 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 what we have decided as a department is that we, we are going to develop a strategy uh, and, and, and get a dedicated team to try and push the, the high numbers. But the high intake uh, year on year, you would recall that last year we had uh, a situation of looting, uh, which also increased uh, our numbers drastically. Uh, the time when we had uh, the, the the situation of, of, of uh, the pandemic, you would recall that our, our, our communities at the time, they were not offend with this um, uh, 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 the lockdown rules. And, and, and at times when they are told that they shouldn't be on the street and all of that, uh, you know, they would, they would go to it uh, because uh, they were used to their lifestyle. But when things changed, it was quite difficult. And the police would say, no, no, you don't have to be in the street. You have to be in your yard. And there would be some altercations. And they simply rush to the police to open, uh, police stations to open cases. And we cannot think, and the police will help them uh, to open those cases. And the police will alert us that we have open cases of such nature. We will take those cases, but they increase our intake uh, drastically. So yeah, we, I suppose on, on, on the other side of that is that we did see high cases of 
uh, police brutality under COVID-19. So, um, you know, that's that's on the other side of that coin, that that they, we do have a, a, some of those stories that became uh, public a, as a result of, of police brutality. Tusa, I want to quickly take Anonymous, uh, who's on the line. And uh, Anonymous, you want to relate your story of, of police brutality? Good morning. Hello, you Hi. Uh, my man, you know, you know, it wouldn't help for for the officials to come on the line and, and defend the brutality of these people. Otherwise, they, they, they really are. Uh, I have a couple of stories, but I'll just mention just one just to save you a time. You see, basically, I, say, I think uh, a week or two back, I'm with my friend. I'm in Cape Town. I'm with my friend. Uh, walking, I think it was 210 or so. They're not far away from the side to which we're heading. There is, um, there, is a, there is a tavern, it's very big, so it's very busy there. But we, we were going to pass there by. So these guys were driving a, a, a Hyundai minibus. They just stopped next to us. Five of them got out of the car and they surrounded us. They searched us. And then they ordered us to lie down with our stomachs. They, they all had some box. They ordered us to lie down with our stomachs. We did that. And the guys beat us the they hell out of us. See, we bruised on our backs and all that. And then when we realized that we've been beaten now, we stood up and ran away. I mean, for what? Nothing. Like, totally nothing. But I never bothered to report that was what they used, right? See. And then they went past, uh, right next to that, that, that tavern that was uh, uh, ahead of us. They passed there. They never did nothing to the people that was there. They never and, asked yourself what that is. And, and Anonymous, they, they didn't tell you why they were stopping you. They they stopped. They 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 said as they say, hey, where you going in this time? You will then you will then say you you were robbed and all that. I mean, we're just walking. Mm-hmm. We're just walking. Yes, we can be robbed because it happens, but no one asked for that. And if we get robbed, we'll say we were robbed. But how can they just beat us like that and stop us from going where we we're going? They don't even know where we're going. They're beating us like for 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 for, for nothing. Sweet nothing, Kevin. Anonymous, did you did you take pictures at all? No, we never had a chance. We never had a chance because mm-hmm. of, I mean, like the cars are, are passing by. The, the cars are passing by. Um, we we never thought there would be a car that would just stop next to us and do that. So they stopped. It was a, it was a silver gray minibus. They they came out. They stopped. And it's not it's not. I think it's these people that 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 when the places are dangerous, they bring them that just to cool things down and all that. Because they are the ones that are very brutal. Mm. Did you and your oh, friends yeah, have have a, have a conversation at all about, uh, you know, potentially opening a case? I know you said in the end you decided not to, but did you guys talk about it at all? We do talk about it like 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 every day. He said he knew one of those guys, mm. uh, but I didn't know any of them. He said he knew them. Uh, 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 I always with him even today after work. I would be with him and all that. He always. Just heard about this. Otherwise, we, we, we never really wanted to report a thing because we, we never saw no use the secrecy. Oh, so, Anonymous, yeah. how did it make you feel? Get <laughs> seriously. Seriously. I mean, like, you see, to be beating with the sambok, uh, after a week, you you have all these lines on your back and all that. So every time you, you, you check on the mirror, you take a look at your back, you're like, okay. Yeah, they're really big, eh? So, that's yeah, like that, Kitty. Oh, jeez. Like D- does yeah. this mean you're not going to be walking around at night anymore, Anonymous? Uh, 
Not I that mean, you don't have a right to, because you have every right to be walking around at whatever time you want to be walking around. Easy means, ma'am. I'll definitely walk. If they mm. want to beat the hell out of me again, I mean, they can do that. Katie, I was a listener that called you the other day and told you about my case that, 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 that the police went to my home and asked me to go to the police station because um, um, there was a that guy that, that uh, said I assaulted him the previous day. That was years back. Then, after years, um, I mean, my case never went nowhere. Then after years, um, when I was looking for a job now here in Cape Town, I found out that uh, apparently my name appears on the list of the Yes, on the criminal records. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, so, so, so. That too, I mean, I just tried to clear the thing, even though, uh, even though I was never guilty of anything. I just tried to clear myself because I had to lose two jobs because of that. Mm. Of something that I never even did. So, so yeah, it's a song of the South Africans and that these people are really brutal. So, yeah. ah, anonymous. I'm so sorry, hey. Thank you for calling in. And and Tuso, I want to give you a chance to, to, to respond to somebody like Anonymous who's gone through this experience with a group of friends and says opening case is not an option for him because they don't believe that anything will come out of that process. We'll do that after this quick break. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Kathy Motlatana on SAFM. I'm still taking your calls on 11 uh, So a chance for you to respond to Anonymous. Uh, thanks very much. I, I found it difficult to hear him. The voice was so low. Um, so I, I couldn't really get the gist. But what I, what I could sense was that um, he seemed to have lost the confidence in a sense that of, of opening cases because he thinks that the cases that he would have he would open might not see the the light. Uh, but I want to assure the anonymous that as and when a matter is reported, these cases are reported at the police station or they can be reported with us in any of the provinces. Um, as and when we receive these cases, we do our best to ensure that we give our, our cases and attention. And also I want to assure the anonymous that as and when a case is opened at the police station and it falls within IP mandate, the police are so cooperative most of the time that they would make sure that uh, we receive this docket or the case docket on time so that we can commence with the, with the investigation as soon as possible. All right. So I want to ask the, the our people that as and when they have cases that falls within the IP mandate. They must go to police stations. If you are not comfortable with police station A, you can always go to police station B. Surely, the case will find its way to IP offices. Tuso Kifelagai, Director of Investigation at IPID. Uh, let's leave it there for this morning.